Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. This podcast is brought to you by Pete's Car Smart Kia. These guys are not here just to sell you a car, but they believe in building relationships with their customers and the community. Visit their website at petescarsmartkia.com and be sure to follow them on their social media platforms as well. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell and as always I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse Pam McMillan. Ryan, can you believe it's September? Pam, it's uh, finally here. You know, we go through the summer months looking forward to the fall, right? Yes. Cooler weather. Cooler weather. My birthday month. Yeah. (laughs) Football season. Yes. That's a a huge plus too. Everything that the guys like, right? I would say so. Yeah. I would say so. What else happens in September though? There's, listen, there's, there's lots that goes on, but what's really cool and exciting coming up. You know, every month has a awareness month. And so uh, September has a couple. And um, But one thing that we like to focus on here at the center is the prostate cancer awareness, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, we do something kind of cool at the foundation. Um, we have a concert, right? Oh, yes. Now, the Friends of Fogelberg concert, right? Right. That's yeah, right. absolutely. It's one of my favorites. Um this town has some amazing musicians. Yes. And it's nice to see them all come together for um, uh, awareness and raising some money. That's right. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people don't know what it's about, right? That's correct. And I think maybe our guest can speak to that um, as that event changed his life. Yes. So that's really a good lead in, Pam. Perfect segue for you guys listening uh, to our guest today. Um, very excited to have uh, Stephen Cost. Uh, Stephen is a professor of art at Amarillo College. And uh, Stephen, thanks for joining us. How are you today? Oh, I'm really, really fine. Good. It's good to be here. Good, good, good. We are super happy to have you. And um, let's just let's just take us back in time, if you can, and um, how you got... Um, introduced, if you will, to the Friends of Fogelberg. Well, here we are back in 2018. And uh, as an artist, I had an art studio at Sunset Center those mm-hmm. days. And every Friday, uh, the first Friday of every month, uh, we had an art walk. People come in and we have open houses and it, it's the big party. And when we get to sell our stuff mostly. And uh, on those first Fridays, Dean Yates, the lead guitar player for... Um, insufficient funds. Yes. Great band. Oh, yes. Um, he himself was uh, solo playing just outside my door in every month like that for a long time. So well, you had the sweet spot then. Oh, I did. It was a great <laughs> spot. I mean, it was close to the entrance and everything. It's was, it was wonderful. We, we don't have that facility any longer, unfortunately. So um, at the end of our art walk, about 9 o'clock, um, I go out to thank Dean for playing, and he says, oh, Stephen, would you, would you like to have a ticket to the Friends of Folkeberg concert? And I'm saying, what's that? <laughs> yes. You know, I hadn't heard of it, and, and really didn't know many of the songs of Dan Folkeberg and, and why this concert existed. But hey, it was a rock concert, and he said a lot of the best bands, including Insufficient Funds, were going to be there. And I said, absolutely. So I took that ticket and, and uh, went to the concert, got a good seat, and uh, enjoyed the music. And a lot of the, the bands I knew, people in the bands I've known personally, and I was really enjoying it. And we were all singing along and so forth. But uh, in between uh, several songs, then someone would come up to the mic, and several people actually would do it, and they would say, guys, you need to get 
your PSA tested. And he's talking about, you know, trying to head off uh, prostate cancer. Right. And he said, next next day, uh, Saturday, go down to the Emerald Town Club and get, get tested. So I'm thinking, yeah, well, why not? It's free. And so I did the next morning. And they took my blood. And uh, as I was walking out of the town club where they were doing this, I ran into Joed Kaufman, mm-hmm. who I had not met before. And we talked. And, and you know, we, we didn't talk too much about prostate cancer at that time. But I got to know him a bit. And um, a couple months, probably too long, a couple of months later, I hear from the Amarillo Urology Clinic, a Dr. Wilhelm specifically. He says, you need to come in. I think something suspicious here. Yeah. And it was now, all because of that one blood test. One blood test. Now, you, you, you had never had a blood test before. No. Never had a PSA test done before. Yeah, didn't have a clue yeah. what that was. Yeah. And do you mind ask if I ask how old you were then? Mm, I was probably 67. Okay. 67. Yeah. And um, I, it's, it's interesting, Pam, because we know uh, that screening took place at our previous location yeah. of the Cancer Survivorship Center over at the town club when we were there. Um, and it was neat to see, I believe if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if that was the same time you were, you were there for yours or not, but some of the bands, the musicians came up and played and, um, they, you know, did, did, did some entertaining in the lobby. So, um, yeah. So let's, let's reassure our listeners. Did the PSA blood draw hurt? Oh, I mean, it's, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, when you go in and they take a little blood sure. or some other kind of test. Yeah. So no, yeah, not, they, not entirely. You, you got a good nurse and, you know, they, they do it carefully. Being the only female here in the room, you know, I'm and a nurse and a nurse, you know, um, <laughs> they just draw some blood, they just draw blood like usual. Yes. You know, but it's sometimes it's hard to get men to come and do their screening. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't hurt. No, it's, no. it's a, just a few minutes out of your day. And it could save your life, correct? Maybe three minutes, just yeah. as long as it takes to draw some blood, yeah, out of the vein in your in your, uh, you know, in, inside of your elbow. Yes, all. yeah. Everybody has to have that done on something. Oh, sometimes. often, so it's no big deal. very often. Yeah. Some of our listeners are probably going, "Oh boy, do you ever know?" <laughs> so we have to have a, a concert to convince them to go, right? Yes, yes. I would say uh, prostate cancer would hurt more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would venture to say you are correct. Yeah. And so you you. Um, went to the screening. Yes. Probably didn't think anything of it. Not a thing. Got a phone call. I figured I, you know, I was going to be fine. I sure. get this phone call. It was about two months later. And um, uh, Dr. Wilhelm's nurse said, you know, you need to come in. We need to check you again. So I go in pretty quickly after that. And they draw some more blood and they do some more tests. And that was all. I thought, well, I guess I'm okay then. And it went for about um, on into the summer. You know, it was quite a long time. And um, then I get another call. And they said, um, whoa, we we must have missed you or something, but you've got to come back in. You know, it looks like you've got a problem. So at that time, I met with uh, Dr. Wilhelm again, who later uh, has moved on to another location to teach and, and, uh, and do his uh, practice. But Dr. Wilhelm, surgeon, who is now my contact, for everything, was with them, and they said, um, you're at stage four cancer in your prostate. 
which totally wigged me out since a lot of my family has died of, of various uh, cancers, not prostate, but other cancers. Mm-hmm. And they said, um, you know, we can give you um, therapy with uh, radiation or we can remove it. And at 67, I said, let's get that sucker out of me. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And, um, you know, going right till today is that uh, with tests, I've been cancer free, thank goodness. Yeah. So um, before, uh, the, the Dr. Wilhelm said, before we do that, I was a little overweight and diabetic. And he said, let's uh, make sure that uh, your heart can take this surgery. And he sent me to Dr. Slatten, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. a cardiologist. And they tested me and they said, looks like uh, we're going to have to go in and put in a stent or two. Wow. So that A stent or life. two. <laughs> yeah, or two. It was only one stent, but uh, it saved my life right there. And uh, then a few weeks after that, then I had the prostate surgery. Let me tell everybody that... Both of those things were easy. They were easy. Uh, the stent, I was uh, halfway awake, you know, and, and it was very, very easy to do. Um, of course, they put me completely under for the prostate surgery. Mm-hmm. Dr. Wilhelm uses a mechanical kind of a robotic device to do that, make sure everything's out. And the recovery was uh, I stayed in the hospital one day and went home. Wow. It was easy. One day. One day. Uh, you know, they I got it all out. I, I think we talked about the um, the robotic assisted. We talked about that um, on last year's podcasts. Pam, you weren't here. I know you listened to them, though. But talk about how, you know, with those robotic um, small incisions, fast healing time, um, it just really makes tremendous strides in like that. You, you were in and out in one day. Exactly. So it was all really easy. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm alive. I'm alive twice because um, I needed that stent for my heart. I'm alive even bigger because I now have that stage four cancer out of me. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I go in um, once or twice a year, see Dr. Wilhelm, and uh, they have new testing now to see if you, you know, if, if it shows any cancer coming up. I've been cancer free. Wow. So was it hard to make that decision of what treatment option no, you wanted? No. no, no, absolutely not. Maybe if I'd been younger, mm-hmm. uh, because taking the prostate out does change some things in your life. But uh, at that age, it's like, I want to survive. Yes. Uh, they were talking about coming in like daily for radiation treatments. Mm-hmm. And um, even then, you know, there was no guarantee. But if I had it taken out... They get all of that out of there, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. And like I say, I, I go in and they test me. I'm still cancer free. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you oh didn't even. Gosh, I'm alive. You didn't even hesitate. No, when that I dis- did not hesitate. They gave me those two radiation or take it out. And I said, take it out. Take it out. Take it out. So, did you know anybody prior to your diagnosis no. with prostate cancer? Nobody in my family, nobody at all. Yeah. 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 And it, let me just say this that if I hadn't. Thank you, Dean Yates. Thank you, Joe Ed Kaufman. Mm-hmm. If I had not gotten that ticket and liked rock and roll, <laughs> I'd, I'd be dead today. Yeah. 
That is powerful. Oh, I'm, so I got tested. I, I just got goosebumps, <laughs> Pam. So, Ryan, I'm going to put you on the test. Do you remember about how many people we screened when we had it at the town club? I want to say it was in the 400s, somewhere it around was there. Up there. And I don't remember how many got diagnosed. Yeah, I don't remember what percentage. We looked at those numbers once before, so I'm going to fail your test. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's, you know, I, that's a good thing to maybe bring up. And I don't know if this is where you were headed, but um, for our listeners, the vast majority will test nav- negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a very prevalent very prevalent cancer. It really is. Um, it's in the top three in our, in our region. Um, but that's not to say that if you go get tested, you have a very high probability of being positive. Right. But you have a higher probability to be, um, early detected. Oh yes. You know, um, Early detection, as we have had countless times on our podcast come up about I was screened and I was tested early, and the earlier it's found, the better uh, outcomes you have. Stephen has had a great outcome uh, having it removed, and and, and, um, thankfully, even though it was at stage four, um, you know, there may be other options uh, that are available if it's caught early. So we say all of that not to downplay uh, anybody, but to say, the earlier it's caught, the better off everything is. And one thing, Stephen, how much did that cost you to go get your PSA checked? Well, see, that's the deal, is that <clears throat> having gone to that concert, those tests, those PSA tests were totally free. Yeah. And like we said, the, they were not, they didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, show up, stand in line for a few minutes, they take a little blood out, and that's all there is to it. Yeah. So... I think we need to challenge our listeners. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, this one's an easy one. Sometimes I, I find it very challenging. We're giving them hard homework sometimes, mm-hmm. right? They need to do this and do that and fill this paper out or do those kinds of things. And, you know, jumping in right here, kind of in the middle of the podcast, even we always give our listeners homework. And so um, this weekend, right? Right. This weekend, this coming Saturday, at Amarillo Urology Associates. It's not at the town club anymore, so don't go to the town club. Mm-hmm. Go to Amarillo Urology Associates at 1900 Meta Park. It's over there near the hospitals. Go over there but sometime between 9 and noon. Now, I'll give you the tip. This is Ryan's tip, and I know, Pam, you will agree. Don't show up at 9. No. Don't. Because you'll be there with probably... That's the longest you'll wait. You'll be you there with up at nine, you'll yes. be there with about fifty of your closest friends, maybe sixty, and they have you know seven or eight nurses to draw blood. So Ryan's suggestion is show up about maybe nine forty five, ten thirty, somewhere in there. Right. Chances are at that time you'll just walk right straight in, and they'll go, "Come on in, have a seat, give me your arm." And you're in and out, no waiting <laughs> and, time. And it that that that's the key. That's the real key. So again, this Saturday. 1900 Meta Park over in uh, the hospital area. Get over there, 9 to noon. Now, there's usually always some food available, some coffee available. You do not have to be fasting for this test. You right. do not have to be fasting. Um, what are the requirements yeah. for the testing? So the requirements are, uh, you, number one, you you it's males, okay, mm-hmm. just to be true, truly open and honest. So, Pam, you can't go get tested. Okay. It's males. Um and then there's some age qualifications. Now, um, depending on what your physician 
says that there's a wide variety of age ranges. Um, Stephen, when you went and got tested, you were well in, within the range of being tested. Um, I, myself, being uh, at, at my age, well, they would say, mm, some might say, it's just now time for you to start getting tested. Some would have said, you should have been testing for the last eight or so years. Um, anywhere between age 40 and above, usually around age 70, 75 is kind of that cutoff where they say, mm, it's probably not worth checking at this point, I believe in there. Right. Um, I must say that in the past, uh, you know, they would, people thought that, you know, I need to be well over 50 before I even start thinking about it. That would have been my case. Yes. But uh, statistics show now that men age 40 mm-hmm. really need to start Yes. Getting that test now. I, and if they if they can't make it to this free testing just to save their lives and they got some insurance, they need to make an appointment sure. and get tested oh, yeah. some other time. There especially on insurance, if you have insurance, I can almost guarantee you it's covered one hundred percent. Oh yes. Um, you know, um I started getting my PSA drawn when I was forty. Um, it, it, it varies. Maybe if this is something that you want to, um, speak with someone, if you have questions, definitely encourage you, um, between now and Saturday to contact your doctor, um, contact your nurse at the doctor's office and ask them, Hey, I heard about this free screening. I am X numbers of years old. Should I get screened? And they're going to tell you yes or no. And your family history might uh, make a difference. Absolutely. It would. Absolutely. would. Now, with the caveat, I'm going to say this. If you cannot speak to your physician or you can't get in to talk to your physician, I'm still going to encourage you to show up at the screening yes. um, and ask, hey, I am. Here's how old I am. Because I can remember when we had, were at the screening and, and some folks would come up and say, well, I've already had my prostate removed. Do I need to get screened? Like, no, you just need to be annually checked by your physician, which you already are. So, right. you know, they can help answer those questions. So, yeah, if you have any questions about that, um, you know, talk with your doctor. But that's what's most important. Um, the homework is, you know, spouses, neighbors, friends, brothers, you know, anybody, them. anybody that you would say is in the in, in, in the age range of 40 to 75 or so. Uh, encourage them to get involved with this. It is free. It is entirely free. And, um, yeah, they, they take good care of you over there. Well, they do, and they're very friendly as well. And um, um, I, I just love every nurse and every doctor at uh, Emory Urology. Mm-hmm. And they've taken very good care of me. But most importantly is that um, the cancer hasn't come back in any other way. Yeah. So thank goodness. Yes. Thank you, all of you guys who got me there. Yes. And um, Joed uh, Coffin's become a good friend of mine today, and uh, very happy to do anything I can to help support Friends of Fogelberg. Yes. Good music. Sure. Good music, but mostly the chance for you to uh, get tested and find out. A fun can't, or a fun concert to go to. Oh, it is. Yeah. Now, I, one, thing I, one thing I was going to ask you, Stephen, is because I cannot remember. I, again, I, I'm going to fail the homework test here. <laughs> I can't remember when we started with um, Alan Harris as our prostate cancer nurse navigator. Did When you were diagnosed, did you meet with a navigator over there? at the? At, I did, yes, as a matter of fact. Okay. Yes. Um, so yeah, and see, that's a, that's a, that is a piece that comes from our foundation and also from the, the Fogelberg side right. is providing, um, men, a navigator, mm-hmm. um, plenty of time, any, anytime I needed to talk or as long as I needed to talk where it's a little harder to maybe to get sure. an appointment with a doctor, 
and that navigator um, moved me right along, and he Good. had a long talk with me. After, of course, I made the decision to have it removed, but when it came up, he said, you know, are you really sure? And mm-hmm. I said, well, you don't have to navigate me in that direction. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. But a lot of men, younger men, would sure. probably need to know, well, what if, if you take it out, what's that going to do? And, um, you know, there's something to be concerned about. Sure. Oh, I think uh, th- there's probably several listeners that say, I'm right along there with you. I, I mean, we've heard women say, get it out. Take it away. I'll get, I want it gone. I want it gone yesterday. And um, each individual treatment decision is is just that. It's very individualized. It is. And, um, you know, you, you gave adequate thought and preparation Absolutely. and planning to each and said, this is the route I'm going. <laughs> Absolutely. One thing I do want to share too, uh, before we, uh, wrap up today is, um, if you do or do not go to the concert, it doesn't matter. Right. You can still come and get screened. Oh yeah. Right. I want to make sure that our, our listeners hear that because I know for instance, um, there were people who traveled from out of town, you know, they came to Amarillo, um, or as my, my, uh, grandparents used to say the big city, you know, <laughs> come over to the big city for whatever, and uh, just go get screened and uh, get that done while you're in town. So um, that's a very simple and easy thing to do. Let's tell our listeners one more time where they need to go. Yes, absolutely. So Amarillo Urology Associates, 1900 Meta Park, 1900 Meta Park on the 10th, Saturday, this coming Saturday from Pam. Nine to noon. Nine to noon. But what was Ryan's tip? Go a little bit later. You won't have to wait on the line. You won't have to wait on the line. Don't show up at 1215. But, no. but but they'll probably get you in if by chance you can't get there if they're still there. Right. Um, but don't 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 be first and certainly don't be last. And guys, if you can't make it that day or you're there too late, don't put it off a year. Amen. Don't wait for the concert next year. That's okay. right. Get it. Go ahead. Get it done if you got that insurance. It's going to pay for. But whatever the cost is, it's going to save your life most likely. Yes, like you did mine. Yeah. And, and ask, you know, we talk about being your best advocate. Mm-hmm. The next time you're at your doctor's office, if you'd yes. miss the screening, ask about it. Hey, I haven't had my, my PSA drawn. And the other thing is we want to make sure and stress there's two ways to detect for prostate cancer. So the, I'm speaking to guys here, right, Stephen? Right. That's there's, what prostate is. There's two ways to be tested for prostate. This is the least invasive way, <laughs> even though. They both require invasiveness, but this is the least invasive, just a little blood. Now, the digital rectal exam is important. Hear me say that. It is important. Um, but if, you, if, 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 if you're not going to do anything, at least get a free PSA done. That's right. That's the key. Stephen, I'm glad you took that ticket and you learned about uh, what the concert was all about and you went and got your prostate um, screening. And And what a great concert it was. Oh, my gosh. Lots of fun. So, Stephen, we are uh, sponsored by Pete's Car Smart Kia, and we would like to hear your Pete's powerful moment. Well, as I've already gone through it, um, even though I was totally oblivious to what a prostate is and PSA tests and the whole thing, that um, because I had that blood test, and they, they did the other test later, but um, I'm alive. I'm alive. I, I, I had somehow had it already, and they got that prostate out, yeah. and I'm alive. And, and along the way, 
I also found out where my heart was. And that, that stent has made a lot of difference as well. So I, I go back to the cardiologist on a regular basis. So my heart and um, anything about cancer at all in my body, they're, they're watching out for me. So being alive is good. And powerful. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm not, yes. I'm not ready to, to die of cancer, thank you. No. You know, um, Pam, this is one thing that Stephen just brought up that, that hit me while you were talking. He just said, before you had the, the PSA test, you were 100% asymptomatic. You weren't having no, any no, no problems symptoms whatsoever. No symptoms. No. So I, I mean, I feel like that's worth bringing back up is to say, just because you, I feel great. Yeah. How many times have we heard that from someone who has been diagnosed with depression? You got to have the wrong person. I feel great. This is not me. Are you sure? And it, it is so many times it's asymptomatic. So mm-hmm. don't, I just want to throw that out there as like the, the next myth buster. Like don't let someone ladies who you're trying to talk your husband into going, but I feel great. Well, so did Steven. Yes. And so do many other men who go on to be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Yes. So Steven, thank you so much for sharing with us today. And all of our listeners, um, I I feel certain that, uh, you know, um, you're doing the right thing, obviously, you know, sharing your story and telling um, about getting screened and and becoming an advocate. And so I applaud you. Uh, I know some of our listeners applaud you as well. Um, And I I, I would venture to say that hopefully there'll be a handful of guys that'll say, "Okay, I'm going, you know, just because of this podcast. So thank you for being open and honest Uh, again. 1900 Meta Park this Saturday, 9 to noon. Go get screened. And if you don't live in the area, talk to your primary care doctor. Be your advocate. Be your own advocate. Ask questions. Mm -hmm. Am I of age? That's right. Am I too young? Am I too old? Ask those questions. You need to take control of that situation. That's right. That's the best thing that you can do. So thank you guys for listening this week. Make sure and go get tested. Share this information. Text, email all your friends and family who are males, mm-hmm. loved ones. Let them know about the, full, the free screening that's paid for by Friends of Fogelberg. And then join us next week for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Make sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media for news and updates. If you'd like more information about the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website, 24survivorship.org. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week.